Let's head to the Farm Talk Live line here today on this Monday. Farmer Dan is back with us. Hey, Farmer Dan, good morning. Hello. Hey, good morning. Uh, pleasure to be here, and uh, thanks for having me on on a Monday morning, Scott. I know, I know that uh, Carl talked about the potential of snow coming this weekend, I guess more uh, typically uh, for central Wisconsin and northern Wisconsin, potentially on Sunday. But that does remind us that November is right around the corner now. Yeah, it is right around the corner. I think that, I mean, this week is November, and um, one of my earliest childhood memories was in grade school, and I can remember sitting in a classroom looking out the window and watching snow accumulate, and I will never forget that date. It was October 23rd. We actually had an accumulation of snow. So that, for me personally, has always sort of set the, set the benchmark for, you know, at this time of year, it's just, that's just what happens. But, you know, an interesting thing happened last week. Um, we, like, personally, some things, some things started to work out for us. Um, it's been a, it's obviously been a rough year for a lot of people. Uh, that's understatement of the century. But, and I, I do want to talk more about that once things are finalized, uh, once, um, once some things actually do come through. But last week we had a stretch of really nice weather, and I noticed, as always, a lot of farmers out in the fields finishing up. I mean, a lot of farmers taking advantage of the nice weather for fall harvest, but also making bedding. And a lot of, lot of round bales, a lot of, uh, lot of fodder bales got made, and it, there was just a very, very different feeling in the air. And, you know, maybe it's just a perception, but I couldn't help but think, you know, this, this, this is one of those years that all things must come to an end. And one, maybe we're finally now at the point where we're starting to round a corner and things are starting to look up a little bit. We had a nice stretch of weather. Um, I mean, th- there are indications that the uh, prices are starting to improve. And I'm amazed, you know, one thing I'm amazed coming off of this year, 2018, is that uh, I obviously, I, I talk to a lot of friends and a lot of family that um, are not involved with agriculture. They, they don't know anything about farming. And, you know, I've been saying, I've been using the term break-even prices, break-even prices, break-even prices so much that I don't, I don't even think they realize what that means. And for us personally, I mean, we're, we're looking at those types of conditions for, for 12 months. The last, literally the last year of operation, every dollar that this farm produced had to immediately turn around and go right back into the farm, which in and of itself wouldn't have been a, wouldn't have been a terrible problem. My wife has a very good job off the farm. Um, you know, we're set up to weather these lows. But, of course, personally, we, we took another turn and we, we decided to pursue something a little different. Um, which challenged things excruciatingly. But um, I, I know some farmers, I know of quite a few farmers, plural, that actually either received void milk checks or actually negative milk checks just because there's, there's a situation that existed where your, um, your deductions were greater than the value of the milk that the herd was producing. And, you know, you stop and think about that. Farming and agriculture is the only industry it's absolutely the only industry, and farmers are the only people that would ever tolerate that for any amount of time. I mean, any other industry in this country and in this society, uh, people would be burning down public property and marching on state capitals, national capitals, demanding some sort of change. And you've seen that, and you continue to see that. But yet, for some reason, farmers sit there, and we just we kind of grin and bear it. And I don't know what it is about this industry, but, man, if... if, um, if 
if the agricultural industry ever sat back and recognized just how powerful it was, we'd uh, we'd be having very different conversations here. And uh, typically, what doesn't a farmer receive an advance on the milk, and then you really don't know what you're actually getting paid for the milk until the second milk check arrives? Is that right? Correct. So this uh, we're in the very very last few days of October. The way that my milk check is structured, I will get a milk check on the 16th of November. Uh, the 16th of every month is when my uh, first milk check is issued, and that's actually final payment on the preceding month. Um, so I get a milk check on the 16th. In this case, it'll be 16th of November for October milk. Um, and then, again, we will receive, I will receive a milk check on the 26th of November, and that'll be an advance payment for November milk. Um, so, yeah, in, in a sense, I mean, we, I, I don't get paid for milk until, uh, until the next month, whether it's an advance check or uh, whether it's a final check. And that's, I mean, that's, that's the way it is. I imagine that is for, that way for a lot of farmers. It's been that way for us um, basically forever. So, yeah, I mean, in, in a sense, you can read headlines and you can read stories and, and hear on the news that things are starting to improve, but there's definitely a lag. It takes, it takes another month to catch up from that, and then it takes another month just to uh, start showing an improvement. So it's a very very reactive it's a very it feels in a way it's very reactive and um you know at the end of the day i have told a lot of people as well i mean it is a dual-edged sword i i've spent a lot of my life living and working overseas i've done a lot of traveling i've, I've taken advantage of a lot of opportunities like that um so in the one sense and i don't mean traveling as a tourist by the way i mean as a living functioning contributing member of a foreign society uh, some of which, you know, where English isn't even the first language. But what I've learned from that is it's kind of a catch-22. On the one hand, I definitely appreciate being my own boss. I definitely appreciate the autonomy that comes with uh, running a, a dairy operation, uh, particularly in, in agriculture, your own business. Um, on the other hand, though, I also have sat back and kind of looked at what's going on and, and recognized that, yeah, it's it's either things have got to improve or things are going to change. And that's... Um, I mean, you don't have to look much further than the statistics. 2018, we saw a record number of dairy farms sell out, um, and farmer suicides right now are at a rate that are equal to or even greater than military suicides. And those are things, you know, you say them and you say them and you say them, and it's unbelievably they seem to lose their meaning. They seem to lose their, um, lose their bite. And like I said, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is about farming, but I don't know a single other industry that would ever tolerate any kind of any type of situation like this without uh, some sort of unity that's a uh, farmer dan here today and that is farm talk and uh, just a couple of text messages a couple of farmers have texted in saying that they get their milk check once per month on the 15th just once per month